guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So one of the cool things about this week's study in the Come Follow Me is we actually have the two shortest verses in all scripture packed into this right here. So let me back up just with the number two right here. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with this. I love this verse. I could do multiple episodes. In fact, I think I have on Luke 17 verse 32, which simply says, remember Lot's wife. So many good lessons with this one. You can go back and reread Elder Holland's talk about Remember Lot's Wife. You can go back and look at the context of this with the Old Testament and Sodom and Gomorrah and how the importance of just making sure that you move forward in your life. So many good messages there. You can study them on your own. Let's go to the number one shortest verse in all scripture. Trust me, in all my years of seminary teaching, people have used this one as a you know devotional verse. It is John eleven thirty five. 35, Jesus wept. Okay, great verse of scripture. And I've had people get up there and, you know, Jesus wept, ha ha, and they'll sit down. But boy, if you understand the context of this, it makes this verse so much more meaningful as you get into John 11 and you've got the story of Lazarus. Okay, now, first of all, I would recommend going back to our recent general conference just a few weeks ago, April 2023. W. Mark Bassett gave a wonderful talk called After the Fourth Day. Uh, I would show you bits and pieces of it, but I was trying to figure out how to clip this. Just watch the whole thing. It's awesome. It's a great way to introduce or even teach the story of Lazarus. So I would recommend to you watching that one and going back and reading it. It is wonderful. I know for me, the story of Lazarus is filled with very, it's almost therapeutic. Like it's anybody who's going through a trial, you go through, or if you've lost a loved one, there's some wonderful things here you can study. So one of the things I'm going to do with this, I'm going to take a little different approach with this today. I believe in what's called journal therapy. I, I am not that great at journal journaling, but I do believe in the importance of just writing and and keeping your thoughts right here. So what I've put together here is I've taken the story of Lazarus and I've thrown together 10 different questions that you could ask yourself or you could write about or you can discuss with your family or a class that you're teaching. Uh, This is something you could do in many different ways. But as you're going through this story, first of all, let me give you, and what I'm going to do, I'm just going to show you the questions right here. We're not necessarily going to get into the meat of all of these questions because that, I think, can be something that you and the Holy Ghost can do. I'm just going to provide an opportunity for you to get there. So with question number one right here, you look at verses one through three, okay? You're introduced to a man named Lazarus and you've got Mary and Martha. They are friends to Jesus. So Lazarus is sick causes his sisters to seek out Jesus, who also was a close friend to Lazarus. So something you could write here, who is a friend who has been a big help to you during trials? What have they done that has been so helpful? I think we all hopefully have someone who could be put into there. And maybe you can even express, just like we talked about yesterday, express some gratitude to that person for how they've helped you through this. Question number two, you go to verse number four. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. So question number two, how can things like sickness, suffering, and trials be for the glory of God? You know, you think back to the story of the man born blind that we just talked about last week. 
What does this phrase mean to you that this very thing that you're going through may very well be for the glory of God and make God more glorious in your life? There's probably some things you can write there. Number three, okay, you go to verse number five. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, okay? So what has your trial taught you about the Savior's love? How can he love you and yet still allow you to go through difficulties, right? Jesus loves you and that's often the reason why you end up going through some of these difficulties. I think there's probably some things you could certainly, you know, talk about right about there. Number four I want to give you, okay? You go to verse number six. When Jesus had heard that therefore that he, Lazarus, was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was, right? Here's he sick. He waits for a couple days. You go down to verse number 17, which is where Elder Bassett gave the gist of his talk. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had laid in the grave four days already. So number four question, what has your trial taught you about God's timetable? Why does he not always answer our sincere prayers right away? And how can that be a blessing? Boy, I'm sure there's some things that you could write about there and talk about there as well. How God's timetable, it's one thing to have faith in God. It is another thing to have faith in his timing. That's a powerful statement. Okay, let me take you to question number five. This is verse 15. I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. Because they're like, they come to him, it's like, Lazarus is dead. If you'd been here, he would be still alive. I'm glad I wasn't here for your sakes, to the intent that ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go in unto him. So number five, looking back at your past trials in your life, how were they for your sake? What do you now believe because of them, right? Sometimes the Lord doesn't just bail us right out of those at the beginning. He allows us to go through these things. And how has that been a blessing for you? Number six, this is just kind of an interesting one. You can just look through 20 to 29. There are so many power verses right here that could be ones that you could just journal about. Like for example, verse 25, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall live. So many different places you could go with that one with regards to how the Savior has helped you live, whether it's physically or spiritually, right? Now you go to number seven. This is 33 to 35. This is kind of where I base this off of with the Jesus wept. Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? And they said unto him, Lord, come and see. And then Jesus wept. Okay. Number seven. Although Jesus knows our trials will end, he still feels what we feel. We don't suffer alone. So the question is, in what way has God shown you that you are not alone in your trial? Then you go down to number eight. Question number eight I've got for you here. Some doubted. Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused even this man should not have died? So you've got individuals that are doubting Jesus' abilities to bring him back. What role does your attitude, here's a great question, what role does your attitude and faith play in making it successfully through the difficulty that you're going through? If you're sitting there going, yeah, there's no way this is going to work out. How could this happen? It's going to be a rough time. But if you focus on faith and not doubt, there's many things that you could probably write about here. So number nine, okay, here's where you get into kind of a cool little part of this. Jesus said, take ye away the stone, Martha, the sister of him that was dead, and said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, it had been four days, right? This four days principle again right here. So here's the question. Why do you think the Lord requires action on our part? 
Why can't he just bail us out, right? Why does he make us move forth the stone? Jesus could have said, stone, move forth, right? He's like, Martha, why don't you go ahead and move this stone? Why does he require action on our part through our trials? Now, getting you to question number 10 here. First of all, let me let me take you over to verse 40. Uh, if thou wouldst believe, thou shouldst see the glory of God. They took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. Jesus lifted up his eyes, said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I knew that thou hearest me always, but because the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. It's like, we're not just doing this for him. We're doing it for everybody here. When he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. He that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound with a napkin. Jesus said unto him, loose him and let him go. Here's the last question. Other than the obvious things, the basics of prayer and scriptures and so forth, what are some things that you can do right now in the midst of your trial to allow the Savior to loose you from this trial, or at least from the negative consequences of this trial? So those are just some things that I think you can go through. You can discuss them as a family. You can write them down. But I think this story testifies so well of Jesus Christ and his abilities to help us through our various trials. I hope this helped you, and I'm grateful for this story, and I know it's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.